Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? You're listening to J-Caps, The World According to J-Caps, and I was just wondering if this thing was on, this microphone, this podcast, actually. But it is. Unfortunately, the answer, if I was trying to get out of doing the podcast just now, unfortunately, the answer is yes. The show is on. The show is beginning. And some would even say we're like 36 seconds into the show. Am I going to mess it up? Am I going to mess the show up this early in the show by doing something that I will not be able to live down for the rest of the hour? We're starting early, guys, and you are listening to The World According to J-Caps. Let's fade that shit out. And thank you guys all for for joining me once again. Um, yes, thank you so much, of course. And uh, yeah, so, you know, it is now, it's actually Tuesday, January 24th. And for the longest time, I'd been putting episodes out on Mondays. But yesterday, I did not put an episode out. And it was not because, it was not because I was being lazy. I mean, sure, yes, okay. Was it because I was lazy in, like, in, in the big scheme of things? I don't think so. But the reason the episode didn't go out yesterday was it was my friend TJ's birthday. You may know TJ from, of course, Wooly. He's an old friend of mine. Thank you so much, of course. Big, big, great friend of the show, uh, a Patreon supporter when I had my Patreon and just a lifelong friend. And it was his, it was his uh, 40th birthday. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this, you're, we're old now. Now, if you're 40 and I'm like, at least I got like 60 years on the guy, that means I'm probably pushing like a hundred and something, or actually truth be told, I'm a 6,000 year old vampire, but that's neither, that's what they call neither here nor there when it when it pertains to if I was being lazy in not recording yesterday, which is a Monday, and now I'm recording Tuesday, which is a Tuesday, on a, which was a Monday yesterday. Today is a Tuesday. Uh, was it laziness? I'm going to say no. That's my, that's my final answer on that. And um, I'm going to check with the judges right now, and they actually agree that it was not laziness. So... Yeah, if you were trying to say that I was being lazy, then it's not true. Uh, it's actually because I had a prior obligation, and I did not decide to record the episode early, as I sometimes do. So now that that's out of the way, um, yes, but it is. We are. Do- I am doing the podcast, and what what's happening? Well, I went into this thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm going to make this a straight up news episode. I'm just going to go in to look at the news because I've been talking about a lot of shit that probably people don't really care about last few weeks. I know I was, I went in on this grad school tangent. Um, but, uh, just if anyone, uh, just to recap really quick of ever of where it's at right now, I did finally fully apply to the FIT program for illustration for M for, uh, MFA for um, MFA master of fine arts. And, I really think that I'm going to do the whole entire program this time. Like I did not do it for when I, I, I quit at the very, very last semester of 
of grad school for um, for teaching. I went all the way and then quit, which was crazy, a crazy thing to do. But that was a younger me. That was a me really like if we were talking, that was me like 80 years ago. That was the 80 years ago me. And now I think that I'm going to stay the course. I think I'm going to stay the course because the thing is, when I did it for art teaching uh, the last time, which was a different lifetime ago, uh, and again, again, I know I hear, I hear, I can feel the the audience being like, uh, I don't want you to make a whole thing out of this. The really, the minutia of this subject, it's boring to me kind of, but I feel the need to share it because rarely, if ever, I do I get pushback on anything that happens on this podcast. In fact, this podcast is really the antidote to when I was in when I was doing grading animals and was like afraid of making a bad episode because I was like, oh, does will the will the audience who likes the show like it anymore? This podcast, I really don't um, I don't have any like of that sort of um, feedback as much. I, so once in a while I do hear, but as long as the people who seem to like the show haven't revolted yet, um, I'm way less connected to that. So in any case, I will I will tell you but the last thing is that I finally applied. I did apply for the illustration. I had to get together my whole portfolio of drawings. And um, it was interesting. It was interesting because uh, if I were to say like the different types of drawings that I included in this uh, portfolio, it was like 50. It was like, let's say 30 percent. Um, classically drawn naked people, and then a sprinkling of like classical drawing style, like like me being a wannabe cast drawing, doing like a barg, and then a a lot of digital caricatures that sort of descend into like I guess like caricatured, almost soft core porn. I don't even know. Just like. Uh, let's just say uh, indulging on the beautiful the beauty of uh, the female figure and then like a bunch of plain air watercolor that's like the other aspect of my uh, illustration world which is that I like to go out and draw and paint nature and like and do that so I don't know I'm proud of my I'm proud of my uh, portfolio and I think it hopefully I, if I get in that's great it'll be this new weird thing that I'm doing if I don't get in, then I'll be like, it wasn't meant to be. But also, wow, I should not have like too big of an ego about my drawing because like they like I th- I would have thought that like after all these years, I got pretty good. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, in any case. So that is that's that. So I think that we made it. We, we made it right before the buzzer. I will say that we're done with that subject. So anyway. But I do want to. I am going to jump into the news because I feel like uh, there's a lot of things happening in the world. You know, have you ever thought about the big picture? I don't know if anybody out there has ever done this, but I, I'm a guy who rarely thinks about the big picture. You know, I often just think about um, cartoons. Sort of like I think about like. Charlie Brown a lot most of the time. Most of the time, I'm thinking about Charlie Brown cartoons from like 1963, 1964. Um, th- like, I'm just like, are they going to go to that wall again? 
Like I'll read an episode and it'll be in Linus's house and they'll be playing with blocks or something. And like Lucy will be punching Linus in the face to make him flip over. And then I'll be like, I wonder if they're going to talk about this at the wall later. So, I mean, big picture, no. I'm more, that's sort of like, that's sort of like, I'm more like wholly consumed with the small pictures. You could say the small series of four pictures in a row drawn by Charles Schultz from 1950 to the year 2000 every single day. That's kind of like where, that's kind of like um, what I've been mostly the mostly the picture that I'm tuned into. So when somebody reminds me that there's a bigger picture, a bigger picture named the world that I should be concerned with or checked into, it's sort of a shock to my system. Uh, and but I but I remember my responsibility because I have a podcast which is um which is like my voice to the world and I should sort of check out what's going on in the world and tell people about it. Because when you think about it, when you think about it, so many different, there's so many different organisms out there that are, that are alive right now, not just human beings, but like penguins and pelicans and all different types of creatures. And how did those creatures get here? Well, the thing is, is that it's, it's a funny story. There's all types of inside of those, inside of every animal, including you and me, there are these little bugs that are that are like, they do different things. They're like bacteria, even smaller. They're kind of like bacteria. They're kind of like cells, and they're also kind of like atoms. And they're these little bugs, and they all do different things. So for instance, like, you think that you're one big organism, like a human being and you're just like one person and it's like I got to go vote and I got to go go on the internet and see and actually like go listen to my podcast and find out what's going on at the big picture um but what you don't know is that all the little cells molecules atoms and basically bugs like almost like little parasites they're all inside of you and they are making they're making your whole body work somehow it's like Sort of like a siphonophore. Did you ever hear what a siphonophore is? And and believe me, I'm going to get... This is going to connect to the news somehow. But like a siphonophore is a is a bug. It's like a, it's like a combination bug animal where everything does all different stuff. Like um, it's like a... You ever hear of an animal called the Portuguese man of war? I know. I know migrating animals people know about Portuguese man of war. Shut up, guys. Yo, chill. Chill. The Portuguese man of war. So it's a it's like a it's like this little jellyfish with a bubble helmet and it has a bubble that's made of like fucking like xylon B that's inside of that little bubble it's like a poisonous gas and he's got millions of feet of silly string style uh, like slime string that he catches fish right along but you think that this portuguese man of war is just one animal but it's actually what's known as a siphonophore, which is a bunch of different animals doing all different stuff and making a combination animal, which is known as the Portuguese man of war. And what I'm telling you, hold on a second, let me just start that again. Hold on a second, let me just start that again. And what I'm telling you is that 
you and I are both also kind of like siphonophores in that there are millions of little buggy, buggy wuggy style bacteria, insect, atom, molecule, particle, parasite, disease, bug, slime that is actually running all the different operations of your of your whole of your whole life. So if you ever if you ever just didn't know that, now you should know that. What the fuck was I talking about? I don't know because at that very moment I got a phone call from a friend of the show and ex low end gigolo Kevin Sanchez. Yes. Uh, and I just got confirmation that Saturday uh, this Saturday, the 28th, I'll be recording an episode with Kevin Sanchez for this show. So what the fuck was I talking about? The news that I was going to... Was I talking about siphonophores and how we are also siphonophores? Well, I'm sorry. That sounds like a stupid bit. And I apologize, but we're back. And I'm pretty psyched about that Kevin's going to be in the sh- on the show. And uh, what else is going on? Well, I promised that we would get to the news. And I promised that I would connect it to that we're sulfonophores. Well, all I was saying is that, you know, just like sulfonophores are, I don't know, man. Again, it was a bad idea and it was, I didn't make it and I didn't connect the dots, uh, which is like, I always think connecting the dots is, um, without further ado, today's top story, another killing, another mass shooting. Let's click on, let's actually click on the article. Let's see, just to see. Half Moon Bay. Seven dead in another California mass shooting. Um, Half Moon Bay does sound like, first off, Half Moon Bay does sound like a place where some shit might go down. Half Moon Bay sounds like if you were playing like Grand Theft Auto, that's what the name of the of the bay would be in a game like Grand Theft Auto. Now, mind you, I haven't played, I have never even owned a PlayStation or I don't know what game that thing is for anyway. But I did play Grand Grand Theft Auto like 20 years ago. Did I though? I can remember vaguely. I think I did play it, um, or or maybe or maybe it was the to- Tony Hoder, Tony Hoder. What the hell's that guy named? Tony Hawk, to- or Tony Hoder? For for all I know, uh, pro skate. But anyway, Half Moon Bay. So, not to be confused with the Half Moon Bay from uh, Tony Hawk, pro skater. Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, the Half Moon Bay in that game. But in this game, this is not a game. This is actually reality. Half Moon Bay is um, what you would call a place where there was a California mass shooting recently. Um, and it's it, it looks like it's bad. I'm, I don't know what it is. I'm just going to say I'm not going to make any more jokes about it. Uh, I don't condone that sort of behavior and I don't think it's cool. Um, I don't know what happened, but it's not good. And um, the guy, and I think the guy was, it says that there was uh, the guy was mad at his girlfriend, but he was also mad at the world and he chose to do it uh, to, to, to get back at the world, I guess, and his girlfriend by, by doing a mass shooting, um, which is also do I even have to say it? But that's don't do that. I hope nobody listening to this um, this show gets the idea to do that. Okay, so but I'm not going to tell any more about that story because 
here's the thing. I came on this news part of the show to have a good time. You know what I mean? And I'm like all in the mood. I'm trying not to screw the podcast up. I'm like trying to create a fun vibe here. And I open up the news. And the first story is about first Half Moon Bay. It's like, all right, can I do something with that? And the next thing is like seven people murderously murdered, like so badly, evilly killed. And and this time it wasn't a spick and span like cartel murder that you can just be like, all right, well, that's just business. But this is like a real, what appears to be a crime of passion, um, you know, where, where a guy killed a bunch of people. Um, so that's not cool. And I'm finding out now by looking at the headlines of other things that have uh, been said about this, news articles have been written. And apparently this guy, he did it to Asians. And that's that's also doubly bad. First of all, don't just, if you're going to do a mass shooting, don't just single out one group. First of all, don't do a mass shooting. But especially in these times, don't single out a single group. That's That looks really bad. The connotation, first of all, besides doing a huge murder, is that you're racist. And, like, talk about trying to win at the doing bad stuff nowadays bingo, but you cross off mass murder and racism? Listen, you're on the way to winging that, winning that bingo, pal, right? So, I don't think that's cool. But more about like how it affects my podcast, I don't think when I open up the Google News, I'm trying to be a good sponsor here, like Google News, the, the website that has all the news, you know, I'm trying to do that positively. And the first thing I come up to come up to is this thing about a murder. And it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like now I'm in a silly mood and they're talking about racist murderings. I'm just a, and and I'm gonna walk right into making fun of that. I didn't even realize. Like, okay, can I just have a little criticism? Okay, the dear, dear Google News, why? I know opening your news website is sort of like, like rolling the dice, you could say, because who is to know what news article is gonna come up on the news? Could be positive could be negative, could be in between. I don't even know. But one thing I do know is that I am... One thing I... All I know is that I don't know. All I know is that I don't know nothing about what article is going to come up on Google News. And if you put a murderous article that is hard to, for me to make jokes about and makes me look bad, well then, I don't think I want you to be my sponsor. Okay. So enough. So as far as so first article, bad. Uh, and that's really the murder's fault, because not only did the murder end seven people's life, but he also ended the fun that we were having on this podcast, which is not as important. I'm not saying that mirth making is 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 even fractionally important as somebody's life. But I am saying that in this, but that is not, again, big surprise. A racist murderer is also not nice, right? Big surprise. Well, big surprise there. 
Okay, anyways. Next news story. Classified documents found at Pence's Indiana home. I'm sorry. Who the fuck cares about Pence? Pence. Jesus Christ. Pence. Pence, dude. Who cares about Pence? Let me tell you what Pence looks like. Pence looks like a skeleton. That guy's hair is so white. Now, I don't know. I heard that it's a big... It's a, a lot of times, a lot of these um, president or president-adjacent people, they've been doing a lot of work-from-home-style shit, uh, which is weird because everybody knows that taking your work home with you is fucking corny. And that's my stance. I'm not going to... Listen... I have worked in a lot of different places, and the minute that I hear the it, I hear that it's quitting time, the minute I don't care if I'm in the middle of doing something, I will whatever I'm doing, I will hurl that shit directly at the cement wall and walk out on the job. You can bet on that, because one thing I don't do, one thing the one Jcaps promise is that I don't do work at home, okay? My home time is my time, all right? And when I get to work, I make it to work 10, 15 minutes late, whatever. When I get there, my time is all yours. You don't got to worry about that. I'm I'm right there for you, pal. But the minute, the, 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 the second that work ends, I'm home. And I thought, I thought for a while that that's how um, that's how the world worked. You know, it's a big world. It's a big. There's a huge world out there. You know, you got to see the big picture. And apparently, a lot of people they take their work home with them. But I never would have thought that. Actually, you know what? Come to think of it, taking your work home with you is something I used to do in school but it was mandated. It was called homework. And I can understand that if you're at school. But what if you're a president? What if you're a president uh, lackey guy like Mike Pence, who was um, apparently um, a, from what I understood, the, um, the vice president of Donald Trump. And I also think that they were they were involved sexually in some way which is all right again i don't necessarily like i think that having a relationship with someone at work is problematic because of not because of like that you are you know listen you if you find love in this world then i think you should like honor that but at the same time if you are at work that can be awkward socially because everyone's going to look at you like what the fuck are you doing why are you why are you involved with someone else at work that's kind of weird don't you think or there'll be a variation of that so again like i don't really understand what was going on and there was a lot of different things happening in the trump white house during that time but you know those two guys donald trump and mike pence you would you would think that Donald Trump was trying, I've said this on the show, Donald Trump was trying to like pretend like he was so cool. But look at him. He took work home. Now Biden has taken work home. Now Pence, which I forgot about that guy. I was like, I like never really even thought of that guy, but it's like, okay, 
Pence, fine, whatever. This guy looks like a skeleton. He took work home, and that's news? That's the second news thing, right? So I don't like I don't think Donald I don't think Donald Trump was that cool. I don't think Mike Pence is that cool. And as far as like Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, I don't think they're that cool either. Like, listen, I'm just not into like dudes in suits. Like when all when all of a sudden like I think that dudes in suits are cool. And like if they take their work home with them, they're even less cool to me. All right. So I mean, listen, Google News. Google News, a website that I'm getting all these stories for. So, does this show suck? Well, is that really my fault? Or is that the fault of Google News serving me up with these garbage stories to try to make fun of? First, they throw a fucking murder, racism, murder, Asian people getting killed. That's no fun, thanks to Google News. And then, something about Mike Pence... Who gives a shit about Mike Pence? That shit's old news. So he took his work home. Who fucking cares about that shit? So, sorry. This episode's really turned into a bummer because of all these dumbass news stories that I really should be making better jokes of. But hopefully, hopefully, um, this next story will be a winner. Um, here's what we go. Here's what we're going to go into. And it's going to be the U.S., plans to send M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. All right. Okay, so as we know, I don't know if anybody's heard about this, but in Russia, Russia versus Ukraine. So I just want you to imagine Russia. So like you got furry hats, right? People with furry hats on. They all talk. They have all have um, birthmarks on their fo- on their bald foreheads of like different. Basically, everyone's forehead in Russia has some sort of alcohol related blood splotch mark uh, that looks like the a drawing of like like a like the town county of some like Serbian town. Like it's like an oval shape. Like as if you were drawing some fucking RPG MMROPG type game. You're going to draw a map. You just put like a stencil of like Middle Earth from whatever that fucking the Tolkien thing. What is that thing called? The Lord of the Rings. Just take one of those islands or a Game of Thrones island stencil and just spray paint somebody's head red. That's like what you got going on in Russia. Okay, so you also got um, I hear I hear like Russian younger, younger Russian women are actually this part of the world where Ukraine and Russia Really like an overabundance of hot babes, as far as I can tell from looking at um, porn on the internet. But I don't know. Um, also, so so basically, in Russia, you have, you know, you have like all these guys in fur coats and like hats like that, and and splotches on their head. And now in Ukraine, it's a little different. In Ukraine, you have like, um, you have like sort of like fiddler. It's like I heard. I heard Ukraine was a fiddler on the roof. So, again, I don't know. I don't really know anything about what's happening in the world. And I really, any time I'm taken away from reading Peanuts, Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Linus, Schroeder, uh, Lucy, Peppermint Patty, Marcy, uh, Franklin, Rerun, um, uh, Frida, uh, Shermie. Violet. Any any time I'm away from that is, 
I start to get anxious. I'm like, where are my pills, right? So, but again, like there's other things. So Ukraine is, if you ever saw Fiddler on the Roof, but like at the ending, after like they got rid of most of those Jewish people, and then like they, I guess they're like more like sort of, they're just no, there's like a lot of like normal, regular, like there are, I guess, but that's where it used to be. So, and I think they have a, they have an army. I don't know if they're, I think they're just like, I think they're just like regular, like regular, not, they don't have, so if, if Russia has the, um, the furry hats, I think that Ukraine has like blue furry hats. It's different. It's not like Cossacks, but it's, it's just like Russian, but it's different. Uh, and I, I think there's actually some, still some Jews over there as well. But, um, anyway, these guys are fighting, right? And then the U.S., which is us. So we have M1 Abrams tanks. Now, do you guys know what M1 Abrams tanks are? I'll wait. Do you guys know M1 Abrams tanks? Have you ever heard of that? So M1, right? Do you guys know what M1 stands for? M1. Well, if you don't know, M1 is the, uh, it's the new chip from Apple. Apple M1. Maybe now you've heard of it. Maybe now you've finally fucking learned something. Because the M1 chip is in all of the new laptops of Mac Pros. Yep. Is it Intel? I don't think so anymore. I think Apple has its own proprietary um, chips. And are those chips made in Taiwan? Very interesting, right? So, or are they made in China? Red China, right? friends with Russia. Who knows? I don't know. So what I'm talking about is that M1. So now we have, that's now you know the M1 part. And then Abrams, right? Abrams. Well, who's named Abrams? Well, uh, if you remember um, Broad City, the characters in Broad City, right? Let's just remember that show, Broad City. Alana, right? Alana Jacobson, right? And Abby, Abby Abrams, I believe. Uh, so anyway, it's um, these tanks are Apple, Apple, and also named after a Jewish girl, fictional, but a, a Jewish girl in real life, um, Abby Jacobson, Alana Glazer, right? So what I'm getting at is we are sending these type of tanks, right, for fighting. And now it's sending a message. It's sending a message that it's like we are the big Apple and also Apple computers. It's like got to have good computers inside of there. And also, like, remember, never forget. Remember, never forget uh, 9-11. But in this case, never forget your roots, Ukraine, because you know in the beginning of Ukraine was Fiddler on the Roof. And what is Fiddler on the Roof ultimately about? It's about three Jewish daughters who are, at that time, you know, tradition, right? Tradition, tradition. And what was the tradition? The tradition was to um, marry your daughters off to local men, right? That was the tradition because it's like, you're just a fucking milkman, right? You're just delivering milk to, to the town in this, you know, as the, you've been pushed into this like little like, you know, you're, you're on borrowed time, right cuz the the czar is going to kick you off the land anyway soon so you're a milk salesman now you got these three daughters right 
So they they're not they're not working in industry right now. So you got to figure like what can I get for them? And you you know you're like Laser Wolf and two to be named later. But now we're in the 21st century, my friend. So we're not the old school Ukraine. We are the new Ukraine. We are a new era, and like in the new era, uh, Abby and Alana have moved to New York City, the Big Apple, and. What are they doing? Well, they are broadening their horizons. They're experiencing life. Life in the field of time, transcendence, right? But it cannot last. Eternity is it's uh it's it's fleeting. You we, like moments can be eternal. You can you can feel that they are everlasting, but they are fleeting as our youth is. So, these tanks represent, you know, for what? For life of Ukraine because we're trying to help them. So, cool, guys. Thank you so much. I feel like, we, I feel like I know, after those first two, after those first two, it was, a, it was a real, I was on the ropes, but we were able to salvage that third story. Cool. And the next story we're going to is Georgia DA investigating Trump for 2020 election interference and what the fuck? Again, what the hell, dude? Like, who cares, dude? There's a new president now. He's now, now this new president is doing all types of shady shit. Like, that shit happened, man. I don't want to be reminded of 2020, the pandemic, all that shit. I mean, listen. Truth be told, the pandemic was a transformative time for me. I've said it before, I say it again. I feel like I left a version of myself on a distant shore, and I sailed I sailed off into an unknown future, and now the ship has ran aground, and I look back to the person who is still there, and I'm like, am I there, or am I here? And I know, listen, I'm, is the, I mean, it's so, it feels so lived in, and yet I'm not only calling back a Grading Animals episode, but I'm also calling back, like, Joseph Campbell shit that like means so much to me so as all as I'm saying is that the pandemic was hard for everybody and I don't want to keep being reminded by these fucking articles who are just like blah 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 we're still trying to nail Trump for something it's like dude if he was so good at rigging elections he would have been fucking president like obviously it's so ridiculous so anyways next story and, and you're welcome by the way Alana DA Wants same fucking story, guys. Go get over yourselves. Let me find a new piece of news. Okay. Okay. What? But 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 what? A, but but movies, 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 movies. If there's one thing we can agree on, sometimes it's okay to sit down and watch a movie if you have time. Okay. But here are the Oscar nominees. Okay. Here's what we know. So. The movie Everything Everywhere All at Once is up for an Oscar. Did anybody ever see that movie? I saw it. I actually think it was pretty good. I think that the donut, the evil donut in it is a metaphor for like the internet culture, I think, or like the way that the internet like makes everything um like nullified or dead. That's what I feel like that I feel like that there was a lot of like subtle like a uh, connection to that idea but there was all different stuff. 
There was all different stuff in it. It was a pretty fun, whimsical movie. Do I think it was the greatest movie ever? No. But I think it's worth... It's. I think its Oscar nomination is deserved. I think it has a deserved Oscar nomination. But uh, there's another movie contending with it. Uh, the Banshees of Ishnarin. Did anybody see that movie? The Banshees of Ishnarin? Now, I'm just going to... Everything, everywhere, all at once, I assume people know about because it was like, there's a lot of like kung fu fighting in it. Did you guys ever hear about movies with kung fu fighting? It's a very popular genre of music and an even more popular version, an even more popular, um, an even more popular genre of versions of songs. There's a version of a song called Kung Fu Fighting. And it, it, it so wonderfully encaptures the genre of versions of movies that are called kung fu fightin' flicks. But Everything Everywhere All at Once is not merely a kung fu fightin' flick. It's a family movie about, about dimensions, and, and it has a lot of different whimsical things. And it's like kind of about life itself. There's an everything bagel in it, too. And the everything bagel is evil. And it's controlled by an evil daughter who's mad because she spends too much time on the internet, I think. that's And also, families are not easy to have. But in any case, all these deep questions are buried under a lot of kung fu fighting, which helps all the deep messages go down easy. Um, so that's what that movie's about. And the only reason I summarized it is because I feel like people know that movie. But what they don't know is the, is the Banshees of Inishirin, which is a movie that's also up for a Oscar nomination and a movie I did see. Now, the Banshees of Inishirin is a movie with uh, a guy named Colin Farrell, who he's you you know you hear his name and immediately you think of a different guy named Colin. You think Colin Mockery from. Whose line is it anyway? And and I have to be like, no, no, no. Colin Farrell. And then you think, Will Farrell is in an Oscar-winning movie from Saturday Night Live? And I have to be like, no, no, no. It's a different guy named Colin Farrell. And you're like, Colin Hanks? No. Colin Hanks? He's Tom Hanks's son, right? And I'm like, no, the guy's name is... Colin Farrell and you're like do you mean Colin Farrell I'm like no specifically Colin Farrell and then you're like do you mean Perry Farrell from Porno for Pyros and I'm like I haven't thought about that band in a long time Porno for Pyros you remember that song Been Caught Stealing and then you're like Been Caught Stealing once, when I was five. And then I'm like, yo, that guy, Parry Farrell, how the hell he got away with singing like that? And then you're like, yeah, what the fuck is that all about? How come he had such a, like a baby voice? And I'm like, yo, how does this guy try to say, oh, you're in a big famous rock band and you sing like that? What the hell? And, and, and then you're like, 
Yeah, dude. What was going on in music back in like the late 80s? Thank God Nirvana came around and cleaned all that shit up because I'm sorry, dude. Like 1989, like 1987, 88, 89 rock, like unless it was straight up hair metal, which is like, it's like, we're stupid, that type of shit. But then I feel like I don't understand what was going on with bands like Parry Farrell and and uh I also feel like th- what's another band that's like that um Parry Farrell's best buddy band his best buddy band is named um Faith No More yep Porno for Pharaohs and Faith No More yep those two bands let me explain to you guys something I don't know what was going on with those bands. I heard they rocked, but then I hear that song Porno for Pyros, uh, Been Caught Stealing, and you're and I'm like, Been Caught Stealing? What's when I was five? And then I'm like, you know what? That song's not even by Porno for Pyros. And then you're like, oh yeah, you know what? I actually know that too. That song's by a band called Jane's Addiction. And and then I'm like, yo, that's exactly my point, because Jane's Addiction lump them in with Faith No More and Porno for Pyros. Bands, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't even understand how Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction was able to get away with singing like that. Okay? So, that's so much to say that Colin Farrell from the movie Banshees of Inishnerin, it's a pretty good movie. So, it's a movie about a really stupid guy. That's who Colin Farrell plays. And Colin Farrell is. Just like a regular minding his own business guy, he's not a bad guy. He's not that smart, but he's just like a regular a regular dude, okay? And one day, his best bro- his best buddy, his friend for all these years, up and decides that he's not friends with him anymore. And he actually goes like, "Get away from me. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Just go away." And they live in a small town, so like Colin Farrell's character He's like really sad because like that was his one friend. So he goes over to his house and he's like, dude, are are you serious? Like you don't want to like you don't want to see me anymore. Why? And he's like, I just don't like you. I just don't like you anymore. And Colin and Colin Farrell's character is like really sad. He's like, I don't get it. I don't understand. So then there's like this one bar that they all go to. And Colin Farrell goes up to his old friend he's like yo dude really like you're not gonna be friends with me you don't even want to talk to me anymore and the guy's like if you talk to me again i'm going to cut one of my fingers off and colin farrell's like are you serious he's like yeah if you set foot near me i'm gonna cut my fingers off with a fucking shears like a fucking hardcore farming shears that that I don't know why they make them so hard, but I guess like, you know, if you do farming, you got to be able to like cut a root out of the ground and believe it or not, like roots, like tree roots and shit are a lot more harder than fingers, believe it or not. So the guy is like, don't come near me. You understand? And then Colin Farrell's like, yo, but can I just ask like what I did wrong? Like, and he's like, no, I'm telling you not to talk to me anymore. So like the next day, Colin Farrell goes over the guy's house and is like, yo, I just one thing from last night. Can you can you just tell me why you are so mad at me? Don't want to hang out with me anymore. 
and the guy's like, because you're an idiot. Like, why? Like, I told you not to talk to me anymore. And then the guy, Colin Farrell leaves. But the but like a minute after that, the guy cuts like four of his fingers off and throws him at Colin Farrell's house. And Colin Farrell's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Why are you doing this? He goes over his house and is like, what are you doing? What, why are you cutting your own fingers off? This is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Well... If that movie sounds pretty cool to you, you're going to love The Banshees of Inishnerin because that's exactly what happens in the movie. Uh, and it's up for an Oscar. And it's a real, it's a real cutting your fingers off adventure. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. It's a real cutting your fingers off adventure. Okay, the next movie that is being uh, on the Oscars list is called All Quiet on the Western Front, which is a movie about World War I. So did you know that World War I is now over 100 years old? And they were, if you, were, if, if you have ever thought about wars, and a lot of times you're like, man, wars are bad. Like, especially like, like if I think about it, like the Gulf War, like that's bad. It's war or like the war in Afghanistan. Like that's really maybe one of the worst wars that has ever happened. Right. And then you're like, you think back and you're like, oh, wait, you know, it was a really bad war. Vietnam, like 70 years ago, Vietnam was really bad. Um, and then you're like, what about World War Two with the Holocaust? That was really bad. That was like 100 years ago. But there was actually another war from even further longer ago. And it's like actually also from like about 100 years ago. And it's called World War One. It's the original. And when World War One came out, they didn't even know they were going to do sequels. They were like, it's the Great War um, or the war to end all wars. And it was pretty hardcore. Like one of the things about a lot of times people, whenever they, they think about the past, they're like, well... How could the past be badass if the past was in black and white? And a lot of people, and it's been said by a lot of people because we know that like the dinosaurs were in color. We know that like in the 1800s, the the paintings, the paintings like show it was in color. But come like 1910, everything turned into black and white. And we and when automatically it became corny, like it became like a, a silent movie. Like you'd hear like. And it's like, all right, it's in black and white. Like, what happened, right? Well, the thing is, is that even though the world was in black and white at that time, people still were like, it was as, it, it was real. It was like as real as it, it was now. Like, what people don't understand is that back in, back in time, shit was as real as it is now like even more to be honest to be honest it was even more and one of those times where it was even realer than now was in the world war one times because in world war one you just couldn't like do crazy shit like you can now you didn't have as many freedoms like if you were to be like oh they want me to go to war how about the government can straight up suck my dick fuck you i'm not going to war dude you're gonna catch me out fucking going to war you dumb bitch right if you said that shit, if you were like, if you said that shit, you're liable to get shot in the face. Somebody would just shoot you in the face, right? You really couldn't. Back in World War One times, everybody wanted to go to war. It was like that was like the hot thing. 
World War One was more popular than TikTok. Like everybody wanted to go to war. They people people were like busting in their hands just thinking about going to war like the next day. The problem was, uh, it was actually not as it was actually pretty real, man. Like they had they were allowed to use back in that, those days straight up. Um, they were allowed to use straight up um, Holocaust gas, like you know Zylon B, like the stuff that's inside of a Portuguese man of war's bubble, like the like the 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 death. What do they call those things? The the um, those showers, the showers that they had gas in it. That sa- that very same gas that they used to kill all the Jews in World War Part Two. They would just open up cans of that shit and just let the smoke go and just kill people like that back in World War One. They didn't. They so didn't even give a fuck back then. They had fire cannons where they would just like get like straight up like a gas fire and put like it on a backpack and just like burn everybody. Nowadays, if people want to fight in a war, they just use drone technology. But back then, you would just run full speed at another guy until you could like jam a bayonet into his eyeball. And there was all these type of dudes who came back from World War One and they were like missing legs and they had the whole entire face cut off. Um, all kinds of wild shit like that. And they didn't even have, they didn't even have mask technology. Like if you got your face cut up by a bayonet and like your entire jaw went missing, well, you would have to get like a very, a very like, they would make a mask for you that looks like a fucking child made it. Like, it would be so stupid looking. The straps on it, it wouldn't even fit normal. It's like, oh yeah, a painted porcelain dish made to look like my face. That's the face that I'm going to get now. It's so bullshit. Um, a great example of this is in the show Boardwalk Empire, uh, which came out not as long as World War One ago, but it came out like 10, 12 years ago maybe. Um, and it was a show on HBO. And there was a guy named Harrow in it and he was a world war one vet and they actually made they showed those type of masks that they would make for you know guys who got their face bayoneted off um because this guy was like he he like had it he had one of those faces and um and he had a mask like that and it looked stupid um but if you're interested in boardwalk empire i recommend it it's in color and the reason I bring it up is because All Quiet on the Western Front is a war-type movie that shows World War I in color, uh, much like the movie from, uh, from America called 1917, which is an American World War I movie, and which All Quiet on the Western Front is kind of like Germany's like biter version of it because, you see, All Quiet on the Western Front was originally a book, was originally a German book. And um, so they did write a good book about about um, World War One, even though, and, they, and it came out in like 1928, and then they made a movie in like 1931. But then Germany like fucking went and became the Nazis. So it's like, did you even learn anything from that First World War? No, they did not. But they might have learned something in the Second World War because then then it's like everybody was very, like, really, like, it's like, you fool me once, shame on me. And you fool me twice, it's also shame on me. Fool me once, shame on you for doing it. That was World War One. Fool me once, shame on you, Germany. 
you have the Treaty of Versailles. Now you try to get your shit together when your your whole economy is going to be fucked up after the Treaty of Versailles, which is going to just, it's going to be like tariffs or something like that. It's not going to be good. You're going to hate it. So what do you, what does Germany do? Well, they make All Quiet on the Western Front, make a cool book about how war is fucked up. Um, and you think they learn something. But then what do they do is they secretly build an army with the, you know, and then they they have the Nazis and then they become World War II. And it's like, you know, it's like, that's not cool. It's not cool to actually do. If you could do it again, Germany, I bet you ask any German and say, if you could do it over again. See, I know that you as a German are personally responsible for the killing of all the Jews on the world. You know, there used to be, now Jews are basically extinct. They're like um, an endangered species. But at one time, Jews flourished all over every nook and cranny of this great planet. Um, but like the bees population, they got they got killed. But not by, bees didn't get killed by war. They got killed by like, I don't know, chi- climate change or something like that. But what I'm saying is, this movie, All Quiet on the Western Front, is also pretty good. Um, but I think, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Uh, between those three movies. I'm going to say everything, everywhere, all at once, because here's the thing. That movie had was fun. It had kung fu fighting. It was like wacky. There was a part where girls had penises on their hands or something like that. They had like hot dog fingers. It, it was weird. Um, Banshees of Inchirin, it's like, how the fuck did you even get in the this list? This movie about dudes cutting their fingers off? Who cares? That's stupid bunch of farm bullshit like half of those guys like it's crazy it's a pretty good movie but all quiet on the western front it's like another war movie we get it war sucks like how many more war? it is the most important thing to talk about and then it's like how many more movies do we have to make like this like why is the most interesting thing that ever happened in society when like great powers turned the entire society into totalitarian death wars and then we still can't we still can't think of anything that's more interesting than that. I mean, all of our stories are like, hey, remember when the powers that be like made it so that we all had to go into like war and we didn't even know what we were like. So, you know, so anyways, so that's like the movie roundup for that's the movie roundup. And I'm going to say that whole part went a little long, but no matter what we'll do is. What we're going to do is we're just going to plow we're going to plow ahead. We're going to plow through these news stories. And um and what we're going to do is we're going to go back to our sponsor Google News. Google News. Uh an aggregator website for news articles. And now on the homepage there's a part that says for you. There's a for you page of the Google News, just like TikTok. And We are going to go to one more story. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Google News. So, damn it. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm trying to fade that song out. All right. So, the last story I'm going to read about is a story called Millennials and Gen Z Living at Home Are a Train Wreck Thanks to Their Parents, says personal finance guru Dave Ramsey. And, um, so I guess what happens is a lot of young people are just living at home for a long time. And uh, is this good? Is this bad? Right? Well, we started this episode talking about the different ways that animals evolve, right? And the different 
formations. And, you know, for a, a, for a parent and his adult children to be living at home, you know, you can think of that as somewhat of a siphonophore, as is the organism one being, is the family separate from its children, or is it like a colony-based animal, like sort of like a swarm of bees or something like that? Bees who are becoming more and more extinct as climate change, um, you know, rears its ugly head. Uh, but anyway, m- uh, millennials and Gen Z living at home are a train wreck, says personal finance guru Dave Ramsey. And as we know, train wreck is a weed strain, a popular weed strain. And as we know, Google, if I Google uh, popular weed strains New York, um, we find out that New York has just legalized marijuana and you can get an ounce of train wreck weed and you can order it directly to your home, directly to your parents' home, if you're a millennial or a Gen Z living at home. Uh, And thanks to their parents, personal finance guru says, Dave Ramsey says that it's actually... They're getting fucked up. They're getting fucked up at home financially and on train wreck. Now, who is this Dave Ramsey guy? Um, Dave Ramsey, I've never heard of him. I've heard of, and you say Dave Ramsey, don't you mean the Iron Chef guy, Gordon Ramsey? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Is that Gordon Ramsey? Is he a finance guru? And you're like, Finance guru, I thought that you're talking about uh, Ramsey II from when you um, have to put lamb's blood on your door if you're Jewish on Passover, and Ramses II comes out and he's gonna he's gonna kill your firstborn child or something. And I'm like, dude, I is that how the fucking Passover thing goes? And you're like Ramses. I'm like Ramses. Isn't that the condom from Trojan? Ramses. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's what it is. And then I'm like, this story is not about condoms because you know what? One thing that a millennial and Gen Z living at home doesn't have to worry about? Doesn't have to worry about condoms because it might be a bit awkward to invite somebody to your parents' home. I think that might be a real deal breaker, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say that if you're out trying to meet somebody and unless they also live at home, that would make it easier. Maybe kids are shacking up. Maybe kids are shacking up more that like, you know, out when you meet people, you meet somebody and they're like, you think that they're all successful. And then you're like, oh, well, what, what, what like, are we going to go back to your place? And then they're like, yeah, but we got like, I got to be quiet because my parents are asleep. So we're going to sneak upstairs and the stairway is creaky. And my dad's real ornery. Like, he doesn't even like that I live there. So we're going to sneak upstairs and then we're going to have, then we're going to have real quiet sex in my childhood bedroom. See, that sounds like I would think if I was a, like a woman, that would be very unappealing. I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? This is stupid. So, that maybe that's what personal finance guru Dave Ramsey's the second means about it's a train wreck because Dave Ramsey, as much as he is a personal finance guru, he's also a Ramsey's Trojan condom personal guru, and he's like, dudes, how are you gonna? How do you expect to smash if your whole game is 
sneaking past your snoring ass dad when you're trying to fuck, right? So I actually hear, I hear him. I think that it's true. Like, why don't you try to like get a job and then move out? I think it's, I think it's the move. So I actually agree with personal finance guru Dave Ramsey. And listen, maybe he knows how to fucking hold on to a buck. Maybe instead of going to Starbucks every morning, why don't you cook your breakfast? All right. So anyway, so that's, so thank you guys so much. This was a great episode. We really got through the news. And that was my main goal, all right? So I'll talk to you guys all next week.